Hello and welcome to the Wedding Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Pete the Celebrant, and we are proudly sponsored by Easy Weddings. Easy Weddings helps thousands of couples nail their big day every year. With their award-winning directory and mobile apps, you can find and book top-rated wedding suppliers, stay on track with their planning tools, or for a more hands-off approach, work with a wedding planner to save you time and money. And the best thing, it's free. Jump on to easyweddings.com.au to start your stress-free journey up the aisle today. Joining us for the episode is Ryan and Dylan from YSG, where they tailor custom-made suits for the modern-day man. Ryan and Dylan share with us their process of creating the suit that you'll look great and feel comfortable in on your wedding day, and advice on how to get the most on your whole wedding experience. Allow me to introduce you to the very chiseled Ryan and Dylan from YSG. Well, hello and welcome everyone to another episode. Here we have YSG. We're here with Dylan and Ryan. Guys, how are you doing? (laughs) Very well, mate. Very well. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to have you on. And I'd like everyone, if you're listening, you won't be able to see, but if you're on the uh, YouTube, you'll be able to see that I'm wearing my velvet black uh, suit, which uh, Ryan, you gave me that as a gift. Um, for marrying yourself and Kat. Um, so I right. appreciate that. It is, it's always get, gets lots of comments and it gets lots of rubs. So uh, it's, it's good. <laughs> Mate, fantastic. It's done its job then. It's definitely done its job. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, hey, why don't you tell us a bit about the story of uh, behind YSG, how you guys got found, like uh, how you got those you know, business partners, yeah. how you started the business, why you started the business. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's probably more important, I guess, the history between Dylan and I, I guess, is where it all started. And there'd be, a, when was that, 2015, so at least six years ago, I got into suits with obviously not this business, but obviously with another one. Dylan was already working within suits at the time, and that's where we got introduced to one another. Um, I guess that's sort of where the relationship started and sort of manifested from there. And we had a, a tenure at a, at a business there and then moved on to another business where we both co-ran that for a period of time. Um, as we sort of evolved, so did our skills in terms of where we wanted to take suits and suiting and the overall experience about what we offer today. Um, I think both of us sort of knew how to run what we're running now um back then but probably didn't have the right synergy between us and the companies we worked with at the time um there was an opportunity for both dylan and i uh back in 2019 to to go out on our own um probably something we both thought we'd always do but at the time we didn't think it would probably be with one another and then we're put into a position where we're just like i looked at him and go mate let's we can do this um mate let's do it and 2019 was the, the year YSG was born. So, and for those out there, YSG was, is sort of abbreviated and we don't really use it as much anymore, but was, came from your suit guy, which is what we sort of called ourselves on our email signatures. And then we sort of culled that down and we've done some branding and whatnot over the last sort of 12 months through COVID. But yeah, YSG is sort of where it's at now. 
So that's sort of, I guess, the history there and where we met and, and now here we are. So it's good. Is it true that you can only start a suit business if you are incredibly good looking and look fantastic in a suit because you have huge pecs? <laughs> I don't know who you've been talking to. <laughs> well, I definitely don't qualify in that department. Pecs, so I'm going to say no, you don't, you don't need that. Um, it helps. It definitely helps. It definitely helps. I remember going to, because uh, I've had, I think I had three, I've got three jackets that um, you guys have made through the different um, businesses you've been, you've been part of. And uh, I remember one time it was uh, Ryan, you were suiting me up for it. No, it was Dylan, you were suiting me up for it. And uh, there was just, I've got partic my particular body shape sort of got, I've got like this strange T, I've got to go wide in the shoulders and I haven't got any chest, unfortunately. And uh, I just, there's this little thing that always pops up there. And I was like, is there anything I can do about that other than working out heaps to, you know, try and be back? And clearly you didn't have that issue because uh, you guys just look snug in those jackets with all the Instagram posts. So it's good. We're copying a little bit of heat on that at the moment. We've been doing uh, a little bit of content with uh, some ladies that are helping us out with our social media. And um, unfortunately, yeah, that involves us uh, donning and being a bit of the face of the brand at the moment, which um, look, people are relating to, which is good. But um, yeah, copying a bit of flack from from our close mates for sure. Needless yeah. to say, we're not very comfortable when it gets in front of the camera. Um, that may surprise a few people, to be honest. But um, we've had to do uh, short little videos in the past and snippets about talking about ourselves. And let me just say, I think we we're up to take one hundred at one point. Um, <laughs> it was uh, yeah, it was it was a bit frustrating that we both sort of got the jitters and when the other one nailed it, the other one stuffed up, it was, yeah, but it's been a, a bit of a learning experience, a bit of a journey with our socials and stuff. And yeah, hopefully we're, we're obviously relating to the people that want, like to follow us. So that's yeah. what we want to do. Mate, it's looking great. So look, haters are going to hate. Don't worry about them. Guys look fantastic. <laughs> it's what people want to know. And I think it's even more so it's like, you're looking at the suit and you're like, yeah, I want that suit. It's more like, I want to look like that guy in the suit. I want to look like I do go to the gym twice a day, even though, you know, I don't, um, but that's what we want to buy into. So I think it's perfect marketing. Um, and ultimately they're great suits that you provide. So um, yes. I'm curious to know what's unique about YSG because you've come from a few different uh, businesses and you've started your own yeah, what's unique? I think um, having the grounding of the, the two different businesses that we worked at previously, we were able to really take uh, the good things from those that we'd really uh, liked and, and related to and, and um, use those to build into the brand we want to create it, wanted, wanted to create. Um, we're really honing in on, on the wedding industry and, and being... Um, the wedding experts, um, which we, we really feel like there's a bit of a gap in the market there for for the guys side of things. There's obviously a lot of bridal stores for the girls and, and they get fussed over and, and we really see that um, we can give the male version of that to the guys where we can create uh, a really warm and, and fun environment for the guys that actually want to come into rather than sort of that shopping experience being um, a little bit fearful and, and put on the back burner because uh, it won't be enjoyable for them. Uh, our showroom, yeah, they're able to come in and um, hopefully feel, yeah, really welcomed. Um, we've got um, a bar, so they're able to have some drinks with their friends and use it as a, 
a bit of a catch up at the same time, um, which we've really enjoyed, particularly coming out of COVID where people haven't got to hang out with each other as much and, and, and seeing each other as much as they would have, that really seeing people connecting within the showroom has been um, a really cool part of coming out of COVID. Um, and as well as having a pool table, table tennis table that the guys, um, yeah, actually look forward to coming in for, for more suit fittings. Um, I think it's the beers and scotch really, but <laughs> no. <nah. laughs> and also being able to play video games and things like that. So we sort of cater across um, the different um, demographics there with what people are interested in. Um, and in turn, that environment creates a, a really um, great space for me and Ryan to connect with our clients on a, on a different level. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a relation, relationship-based um, business model. Um, and it's where we feel like we differ from traditional retail that we think is a little bit more transactional, where people yeah. will come in and um, buy what they need and sort of thanks very much and, and they'll walk out and that's sort of probably the end of the story, whereas we really feel like we build on that and connect with our clients and often have them coming in again and again in different wedding parties and um, get invited to bucks parties and to wedding days and stuff like that just purely through the connection we've been able to build with um, our clients, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I think I was just gonna add, it does sound like it's, when I say it like this, pretty straightforward, but when we sort of sat down at the start and thought, and we did like brand identity and sort of worked out who we are and uh, we just looked at ourselves as just, you know, a couple of lads that just like to sort of dress well, which is where we sort of came up with this slogan, the modern day man um, serving modern day med. And that's we sort of a bit of a tagline. We've got on some stuff, which we sort of looked at and was just like, mate, we just, just like average guys that just sort of like to, so I guess, look all right, but yeah, and have, have a bit of fun while we're doing it. So that's sort of where it comes from. 100%. It builds that whole experience of it's more than mm. just getting a suit. And as you mentioned, Dylan, it's like main role that guys get given, the grooms are given are get your suit sorted. And it's normally the one thing that's like, like, oh, it's just the last thing they want to do. So to make the experience actually fun rather than going to look for suits off the rackets, you make this, you get to come, have a scotch, have a beer, play some pool or, you know, Mario Kart or 007, have fun. And it's it's a real build-up to the wedding, um, being part of weddings ourselves and, and seeing uh, the interaction between some of the wedding parties when they're in. Some of the, the wedding parties don't know each other that well as well if they've dipped from different friendship circles and things like that so mm. we even think we play a bit of a part in the lead up to the wedding that allows the wedding day to be a little bit easier and free-flowing because the guys have had the chance to to meet and mingle and, and spend some time together yeah build connections yeah at these suit things so it's it's a real part of the process of um yeah leading up to the big day cool well, run us through the process so a cut or either a couple or a groom they get in contact with you what happens? So essentially we'll, we'll instigate a catch up in a, and this is perfect world scenario for us because look, we like to catch up at least six or seven months out from a wedding, not to say that we can't turn things around in a much narrower time frame, which we definitely can, but it just gives us the opportunity to take control of the process a little bit more because obviously we're relying on things getting made and built and there's a lot of moving parts to building a suit. Um, obviously that first catch up or interaction over the phone is just really finding out what they're about and what they're after, where they're getting married. Um, I try and tell them when they do come in and we get a time to do that. Um, it's quite in depth. The consultation will ask a lot of questions. Like we really want to get an understanding about what they feel comfortable with. What's the that thought of 
their dream suit that they're wearing on their special day. Um, and we'd often say bring in photos and inspiration that you've seen because there's not much that we can't do. So when we sit down in front of people, we're like literally building their ideal or dream suit from scratch. Um, we sort of will suggest a few things based on what we know. And we'd, like, I've been doing this six years, seven and a half, nearly eight. Um, we know what will come together really well and we'll try and add as much, I guess, of our experience into this as possible. But at the same time, we want them to have as much input as possible because it makes it more special um, when the finished product comes to life. But look, that catch up, we sit down and nut everything out. Um, if we're finding something that we're really liking and it's the first measure up and all the boys are in, mate, we'll get everyone measured. Everyone comes in and has a beer. We take one person away and measure them behind this big mirror. I don't know if you can see behind us. Um, the boys will go downstairs and play some pool and watch some footy. Um, we go through a measurement consultation with them and sort of take photos of posture and imagery and stuff like that to make sure that we nail the fit because that's obviously what they're here for. Um, yeah. And then once we've done that with everyone, we come together, they pick out their linings, the buttons, the stitching, the embroidery. Um, look, sometimes the groom will pick everything out for them. Sometimes he gives every involvement to the boys so they feel involved with everything as well. Mm. I mean, look, it's just something that we, we sit down and sort of address when we're here. But um, once that's done, we basically sign everything off. Um, we'll then catch up with them within about two months from that date, okay? This puts us in a good timeline, good window. Shouldn't mean that if you've got a couple of guys, no one can't make it because we're booking well and truly in advance. And that's the prime part about our business. We do put like book weeks out in advance um, and then we'll pencil something in a lot closer to the wedding date and obviously taking in consideration guys that are fluctuating a little bit in weight, which does happen when we do seven months out. But, um, and then, yeah, we make sure that everything's perfect and delivered uh, weeks before the wedding. So, Cool. Yeah. There you go. So it's a ideally six to seven months. Look, perfect world scenario for us. Yes, that'd be that'd be ideal. We really push that on couples when we're talking to them in those early stages, because it planning a wedding is a big thing. There's a lot that goes into it, and I think a lot of people's mindsets are that the suits are done at the end of the process, um, and that's generally probably because the guys are a little bit lazy with it, but. Um, we, we push that just so that they can tick off one of the big ticket items a little bit earlier, do the yeah. bulk of the work, and then um, we can do those fine tunings uh, a lot closer, mm. but that a lot of the, the big stuff is done with it. Yeah. Um, and, and particularly when you're trying to organise schedules of, of different guys together, um, if you're doing it early, they get to stay in control with it. So do we. We're, we're not sort of limited to a few dates and, and sort of yeah. really struggling to get people together and, um, there's busy times throughout the year with um, peak season of weddings and then you throw in spring carnival and things like that. So we just try and use our experience through the process to make sure that they have a really stress-free, um, enjoyable experience at the same time as well. Hmm. Look, we've uh, obviously gone through quite a turmoil eight months, nine months with COVID being such a big part and impacted so many. And look, it hasn't been a perfect world situation where we've had people coming in in November or December, getting married in late Jan and Feb. So the window is obviously condensed. It just means that everyone needs to, I guess, try and be as flexible with us as we can. Cause like I said, we book out, but just means that you sort of need to act pretty quickly, mm. um, but, which is no issue, but same time, it just means that, you know, if you miss an appointment or things like that, it's hard to catch up and get those booked in because we are already pre-planned. But um, look, six to seven months is, is definitely what we aim for. 
So doesn't mean it can't be done. <laughs> How, so I guess a few thoughts coming to me with uh, issues that might come up in one, like COVID and stuff, or even people who are either interstate, like groomsmen who are interstate uh, or even overseas, say they're able to get here and suits and that. So for those who can get there, it sounds like you do the fitting, then you do later on that real fine, finer sort of tailoring in that. Um, what happens if someone can't be there physically? Yeah, so it's, it's a pretty common scenario with interstate or overseas groomsmen. So um, we're faced with it for quite a bit. Um, what we do at the moment is um, send through a measurement chart um, the measurements we require from that person and get them to go down to uh, a local tailor or alterations business in the area where they can provide those measurements. Um, as well as that, because they can be a bit hit and miss sometimes, um, we get their height and weight and we get a number of different photos of their body shape. And then we're able to have a look at that and um, use that data to then um, get their suit underway. And then we'll finalise everyone else in the wedding party so that Generally, when they come in, it's probably a week or sometimes only a couple of days before the wedding when they're arriving. Uh, everyone else is finalised so that we just leave them and do an express fitting where we're able to try it all on them, make sure if we do need to make any small adjustments to still make it um, fitting perfectly, we're able to get that done and turned around um, pretty much on the same day. And you mentioned before some some grooms that's seven six seven month period is it's a fair chunk of time particularly if you put COVID in there which is basically sitting at home drinking wine and beer watching netflix so for some who might uh, gain a few pounds a little closer to not pounds we're not american gain a few kgs <laughs> a little closer to the day what um what do you what do you do there so um, if we had a dollar for every time we bring out a measuring tape and someone <laughs> said that they're uh, losing weight leading up to the wedding, I tell you, we wouldn't be selling suits anymore. We'd probably be retired somewhere in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's been a big hurdle with, with COVID because we'd, we'd finalised a lot of wedding parties that were weeks away from getting married and sure. they still at this point aren't married. So, yeah, a lot's gone, gone on in, in those uh, months. Um, so... Our advice when we're chatting to people when they first come in is that, uh, look, it's okay if you're on that journey and want to lose weight. Um, there's certain sort of um, stages we look at and some people are sort of at that two to three kilos and they're just wanting to lose a little bit and, and trim up leading to the wedding. And then there's um, other people with bigger aspirations of five, six plus kilos, anything probably above five um we would decide to uh, measure them up a little bit closer down the track and we encourage them to do the bulk of their their weight loss and their journey um earlier rather than later so that um even if they are fluctuating leading it into closer to the day it's only sort of those one to two three kilos max um yeah anything above five is is sort of headache territory where <laughs> custom-made clothing it's going to make a big impact as yeah. to how yeah. that's going to fit and we want to make sure they walk away with something that is still um really well fitted to them so it's just that that's where that consultation really comes into it when we're measuring each individual up they're the conversations we have with them because um yeah, it's, it's, it's not like when you're wearing a, a T-shirt or, or a casual shirt or something like that. You can have those fluctuations of up and down and, and not necessarily see it or, or um, have an impact. Whereas if you're wearing a, a fitted, tailored shirt, if you've thrown on three or four kilos, it's going to be tight. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that just comes down to using um, our experience and, and just chatting to the customers as to what their plans are. And um, it's very, very common that people want to get in some shape or better shape leaning into the wedding. So that that's a bit of a hurdle of ours. Um, but it's why with these these fittings are able to combat that they walk out at the end with um, something that's fitted perfectly to them. That's why we do the two to three fittings, especially. Look, you need to get organised, make sure you're prepared. Like I said, you can take control of the process because we were obviously getting it made for you. And then at least then where we've got it, we're in control of it. And we know if we can make any fine tuning, it's it's easy to do closer to. Just letting everyone know, dropping is better than gaining. <laughs> sure. Okay. That, that's the worst scenario. When <laughs> someone, sort of saying, someone yeah. tells you they're going to drop five kilos and they come back in at the next fitting plus five kilos. Yeah. Um, that that can that sometimes um, make it a little bit difficult. And no. look, the options that we face in that situation as well is that if we are early in that six, seven month mark and we catch up and someone has actually done that, we can put a plan in place. Mm. If they've gone beyond where we've, it's out of our control, guys, we might have to get another suit made. That's reality. But you know what it does? We're in control of the process. We've got time. Sure. So we're not working towards a date towards the end where, oh no, I've put on five. I can't fit into my suit. And then the pressure's on. So mm. that's one of the reasons why. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Is that the biggest or one of the biggest, I'm sure there's more, one of the biggest would, issues you face? I'll say it's probably been more prevalent since COVID. Sure. Okay. It's coming out of the back end of COVID. We've probably seen more of a fluctuation of people than we ever have. And then that creates maybe an additional catch up for some individuals as well. So it's, it's a combination of uh, what people were doing in COVID, like what you said, so that, yeah, it's not everyday life and, and people were tucked away a little bit. So probably um, did overindulge in, but they also went the other way. We had, yeah, we had fitness people, freaks yeah. and that, that really hit that as their thing through COVID. So they lost a lot. Yeah. Um, but then as well, it was the time frame within which we were seeing these people, they were extended out past their original wedding date. So mm. yep, we're, we're working through a lot of that. And I think it'll normalize a little bit pretty soon, but it is still a, a very common conversation that we have. Yep. Has to happen. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about where current trends are or fashion style. And then I'd love to hear what you think fashion trends will be like five years. Yeah, well, at the moment, um, oh, most people are going, are reverting back to, to classic styles, blacks, tuxedos. Mm. Um, yeah, m most of the people coming in now are, are really hitting up um, doing black tuxedos and not even the venues that you would normally think that are, are maybe suited more to that sort of style. We're getting um, other venues that... Um, even wineries and things like that where, yeah, people just want that classic look that they're able to look back on their photos and it's that real timeless sort of look. Sure. Um, black's a suit that the guys particularly can can have in their wardrobe and, and wear to sort of most occasions as well. So we sort of see that as a, a maybe a, a bit of a grab value for money that they can wear that suit again to different mm. things. Um the other sort of colour that's being introduced a little bit at the moment that we're getting a bit of traction on is, is some different greens. Um, it sort of pulled away from blues and navies a little bit at the moment where probably three or four years ago we were still doing a lot of that and there's a lot of different shades and textures and um, patterns with your blues and navies that can give you a lot of options. But, mm. yeah, probably seven out of ten suits at the moment are probably black. 
Um, and if they're not, they're probably a chino with a beige linen jacket. We were doing plenty of that as well on the flip side. So it was a, yeah. a casual vibe, yeah. but it was still quite classic with colour. Mm. So doing like a beige linen jacket, um, still going a black bow tie or a bow tie and then doing a black skinny chino with a nice loafer. So that was probably on the flip side. Um, they've been our most pop- popular two looks, I reckon, two popular looks, I reckon. Um, yeah, and look, like he said, in between, there's been a couple of different colours. Like I've done a couple of browns and earthy colours as well. And yeah. some people do outside the square and do something a little bit different. Like, I mean, look, the burgundy velvet gets a run. But if you look at most popular, it's been the tuxedo. Yeah. yeah both hands down. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely leaning towards, you know, I think always, you always think about the next suit. What will you get? Definitely leaning towards a suit, like a green sort of suit jacket. Um have to pick your your brains later on. It's, uh, I'm not going to lie, velvet. I, I do love rocking up in a velvet uh, suit jacket. It's just very. It's got that little. He's got a little detail in it as well. So it's always that. Oh, okay. What's what's going on there? But, um, I feel like yeah, and you could, can pull it off as well, which is great. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real class sort of look that that style. Mm, mm. Mm. But the, the the greens, like particularly on our Instagram, every time we put up. Um, We've got we've had probably four or five different green suits and jackets that have gone up recently over our Instagram and yeah they get quite a bit of traction. Um, it's just a little bit different um, and it's not yeah. too in your face and out there, um, but it's just probably a color that people haven't been used to seeing and it's uh, it's warming to people. Yeah, and I can particularly see like I'm thinking of some venues um, like a like a Rupert on Rupert or a. Uh, Oh, another one in Fitzroy, the name is escaping me. Um, but some of those sort of particular inner city sort of metro, just that green where I feel would fit perfectly. Other colours as well, but I just feel like green would be, would work yeah, well. Definitely. And what about the future? Take me in five years. Um, what do you think? So it's funny because what goes out comes back in. It's like a circle. So... Mm-hmm. But with variants, we're seeing now uh, like things with a little bit more texture and like subtle sort of line and pattern, but it may be sort of a, like go back to a navy or a blue again. It's sort of really hard to tell. I think trends are based on, in my opinion, what feels good on and, and how it makes you feel. And then at that point, then it sort of takes over and then it becomes a thing. And then everyone sort of catches on. It is funny how people do catch on to things. Yeah. Remember, and, and it snowballs. So like it's... We did a... a ivory jack, tuxedo jacket with black trousers and um and it come up really really good and it got quite a bit of airtime and, and the amount of inquiries we've had from it because of the person potentially wearing it like it yeah. people just latch onto that and, and want to look and feel like that yeah cool so to answer your question i've got no idea man <laughs> <laughs> doesn't help me but that's okay um, we'll, we'll just follow the day today and yeah mate yes absolutely but uh whatever it will be we'll uh we'll definitely be there so yeah cool um <laughs> talk to me about what do you wish couples knew i think there's a there's a couple of things mm. um i think one thing is that that um custom-made suits are, are more affordable than probably what people realize mm. um the, the trend and Probably 20 years ago, hiring was the real um, thing to do, hiring suits, um, because people just didn't see the value in, in purchasing something and 
that they thought they would just wear for their for their wedding day. Um, that's then turned to um, people purchasing suits and more so off the rack. Um, but then I think people are really starting to take a little bit more pride in what they wear and uh, how it fits, um, yeah. particularly having the input into actually designing something unique for them um, that you, you can't get anywhere else yeah. uh, off the rack or anything like that. Sorry, Ryan's just pushed a chair over. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's more affordable than what people think. And particularly coming in, and, and we see a lot of the time that the wedding parties probably go a bit of a, a 50-50 split with each other. So mm. that the, the bride and groom might contribute a portion to the outfit. And that's a bit of a thanks uh, to the wedding party for being involved and helping them out on their big day. And then on the other, uh, the flip side, the, the wedding party are happy to contribute the other 50% because it's something that they get to wear again. Um, mm. And they've had input into like designing it. They're getting to pick it, their linings, their embroidery, and there's these little touches that, yeah, they've they've got to choose. So they're, they're willing to hand over some money. So for half the price, they walk away with, um, yeah, a, a made-to-measure suit and shirt and outfit that they could wear to different weddings and events and um yeah so that's probably how, how we talk to to people about it yeah cool well no things that, that we wish clients would know um, um just you can't be too organized that's all i my my opinion just yeah we push that one yeah quite a bit yeah which is sort um, of what we mentioned earlier but you can never be too organized no questions dumb question like by all means ask away not sure about something we encourage that you find out um yeah a lot of the time obviously yeah. the bride's probably putting the inquiry in and trying to get her groom organized um that's the constant battle probably with the whole wedding but yeah that's that's the advice we give them that um look you can't be too organized get them to get in contact with us and just mm. get the ball rolling um don't leave it too late cool and your final best advice for couples oh um i've got something that i tell people that got passed on to me and i know dylan's you stolen this from me before but um <laughs> I, I claim it uh, he claims it. that's okay but like a, a client of mine actually um told me this prior to me getting married as well back in 2008 which you would know because you did the registry and did the, the formalities for me mate which i appreciate but um, he said to me, he goes, look, from the time of the day of the wedding, um, everything's orchestrated, everything's pretty much laid out, mapped out pretty, and the day goes pretty quickly, yet the morning doesn't feel like that until, obviously, you're up there at the altar, but the second she walks down the aisle, or he yeah. walks down the aisle, um, the day goes like that, mm. and you pulled away, and you got photos, and you got speeches, and then you've got little time to pretty much eat, and then before you know it, the end of the night and it's nearly over and i hear so many people say it's over too quickly and um my client goes to me he goes mate grab your wife or or your husband and take them to the side and just take a bit of a moment and really take it in and have a look at what you've done i probably reckon it's probably more important over COVID than in anything else because mm. you've worked so hard over such a journey to, to put everything into this and then it finally happens and the day does go quickly so just take those five minutes just to go hey We've done this. And yeah. I've said that to a few people now. And people have actually come back to me and said, mate, you got no idea that five minutes or two minutes or whatever it was where we just got a time just to really sort of let it settle was uh, 
was pretty important, pretty special. And I know for me personally, there were very fond moments of my wedding. So I, I definitely would pass that information on. So some bit different, but. Yeah, no, it's good. I, I try to do the same even with the ceremony is just before we get to vows, I'm like, let's just take a breather. And I'm like, just look at everyone who's here. Cause it's, it can, it, even everything you're so quick and just like, let's just, just pause. Yeah. In. This is awesome. Um, yeah. So much planning and it just goes by like that. So yeah. But you know as well, you see how quick it is and how how much goes into it. Obviously, you're there on the day, we're not. But, yeah, it's good, good advice to give. So. Mm. Mm. I think the other little bit of advice... Well, follow that, eh? well not... <laughs> he says the same thing word for word. <laughs> yeah. No wise. Just, just repeat that, would you? Yeah. <laughs> what he said. Um, now, nah, this one's probably a little bit more back to the guys and, and, and the suits and getting ready on the day. Um Myself and Ryan with some some friends uh, and recently have gone out on the day of the wedding and sort of just help the guys uh, get ready and just mm-hmm. make sure that they're looking a million bucks. And um, a lot of the guys, particularly ones that don't wear suits too often, which we do deal with a lot of that clientele, a lot of tradies and things like that, that um, they don't know how to, what they need to do and how to wear the suit. So that's what sure. we're trying to educate them at that last fitting, which we sort of refer to as our, our dress rehearsal that how the bow tie should be, how the tie should be, how the pocket square should be, the shirt cuff, and getting them to either make a note to their photographer that, hey, just make sure that when you're taking our photos that our pocket square is straight, um, the flowers are sitting nice. Like all these little details and you pay a lot of money for your your photography and, and the investment of other things mm-hmm. in the wedding that you want to make sure that um, your photos are going to look as good as they, they can. Um, I actually said sorry. I actually said this to a guy last night. His groomsman came in. Um, we didn't dress the grooms, but we did the groom. I said, "Mate, that's it. You're in charge of making sure that he looks perfect on the day." Everyone, you believe that some of your best photos of you with just raw emotion are taken without you looking at the camera. So mm-hmm. just try and make sure that the rest of you, like your, your, your bow tie straight, and go, "Mate, that's your job now. Make sure his cuffs hang out a centimeter." Yeah. Which was immaculate because, like I said, the photos that are taken where you're not looking capture the moment even better than normal. So, um, and if you're looking good in the suit, just that's what it's all about. So, I sort of, okay, that's it. You're nominated now. So, yeah. Yeah. I should start doing that more often. Anyway. Cool. Mm. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for the advice, the wisdom, your chiseled looks for this uh, episode. <laughs> um, and look, everyone, please make sure you head over to YSG. Check out the Instagram, social, website. Incredible suits to be made for you. So uh, thank you for listening and have an incredible Thanks day. For having us. Cool. Thanks very much, mate. See you bro. guys. Bye. See you, man. Like we do it.